0: Hi, my name is Suzanne Urban, and welcome to Pioneering Women Warriors Network. And this is your podcast for encouragement through the Word and empowering women with interviews and scriptures. Before we um, listen in to today's episode, you can find these podcast episodes on my WordPress blog at suzannespodcast.wordpress.com. Is five. After this presentation to Israel's leaders, Moses and Aaron went and spoke to Pharaoh. They told him, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, let my people go so they may hold the festival in my honor in the wilderness. Is that so, retorted Pharaoh. And who is the Lord? Why should I listen to him and let Israel go? I don't know the Lord. I don't know the Lord, and I will not let Israel go. But Aaron and Moses persisted. The God of the Hebrews has met with us, they declared, so let us take a three-day journey into the wilderness so we can offer sacrifices to the Lord our God if we don't he will kill us with a plague or with the sword (coughs) Pharaoh replied Moses and Aaron why are you distracting the people from their tasks get back to work look there are many of your people in the land and you are stopping them from their work That same day, Pharaoh sent his order to the Egyptian slave drivers and the Israelite foremen. Do not supply any more straw for making bricks. Make the people get it themselves. But still require them to make the same number of bricks as before. Don't reduce the quota. (coughs) They are lazy. That's why they are crying out. Let us go and offer sacrifices to our God. Load them down with more work. Make them sweat. That will teach them to listen to lies. So the slave drivers and foremen went out and told the people, This is what Pharaoh says. I will not provide any more straw for you. Go and get it yourself. Find it wherever you can, but you must produce just as many bricks as before. So the people scattered throughout the land of Egypt in search of stubble to use as straw. Meanwhile, the Egyptian slave drivers continued to push hard. Meet your daily quota of bricks, just as you did when we provided you with straw. They demanded Then they whipped the Israelite foreman they had put in charge of the work crews. Why haven't you met your quota, either yesterday or today, they demanded. So the Israelite foreman went to Pharaoh and pleaded with him. Please don't treat your servants like this, they begged. We are given no straw, but the slave drivers still demand, make bricks. We are being beaten, but it isn't our fault. Your own people are to blame. But Pharaoh shouted, you're just lazy, lazy. That's why you're saying, let us go and offer sacrifices to the Lord. Now get back to work. No straw will be given to you, but you must still produce the full quota of bricks. The Israelite foreman could see that they were in serious trouble. When they were told, You must not reduce the number of bricks you make each day. As they left Pharaoh's court, they confronted Moses and Aaron, who were waiting outside for them. The foreman said to them, May the Lord judge and punish you for making us stink before Pharaoh and his officials. You have put a sword into their hands, an excuse to kill us. Then Moses went back to the Lord and protested, Why have you brought all this trouble on your own people, Lord? Why did you send me? Ever since I came to Pharaoh as your spokesman, he has been even more brutal to your people, and you have done nothing to rescue them. John 8, Jesus returned to the Mount of Olives, but early, but early the next morning, he was back again at the temple. A crowd, a crowd soon gathered, and he sat down and taught them. As he was speaking, the teachers of religious law and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in the act of adultery. They put her in front of the crowd. Teacher! They said to Jesus, This woman was caught in the act of adultery. The law of Moses says to stone her, What do you say? They were trying to trap him into saying something they could use against him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote in the dust with his finger. They kept demanding an answer. So he stood up again and said, All right. But let the one who has never sinned throw the first stone. Then he stooped down again and wrote in the dust. When the accusers heard this, they slipped away one by one, beginning with the oldest, until only Jesus was left in the middle of the crowd with the woman. Then Jesus stood up again and said to the woman, Where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? No, Lord, she said. And Jesus said, Neither do I. Go and sin no more. Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness, because you will have the light that leads to life. The Pharisees replied, You are making those claims about yourself. Such testimony is not valid. Jesus told them, These claims are valid, even though I make them about myself. For I know where I came from and where I'm going, but you don't know this about me. You judge me by human standards, but I do not judge anyone. And if I did, my judgment would be correct in every respect, because I am not alone. The Father who sent me is with me. Your own law says that if two people agree, about something. Their witness is accepted as fact. I am one witness, and my Father who sent me is the other. Where is your Father? They asked. Jesus answered, Since you don't know who I am, you don't know who my Father is. If you knew me, you would also know my Father. Jesus made these statements while he was teaching in the section of the temple known as the Treasury But he was not arrested because his time had not yet come. Later Jesus said to them, "'I am going away. You will search for me, but will die in your sin. You cannot come where I am going.'" The people asked, "'Is he planning to commit suicide? What does he mean? You cannot come where I am going.'" Jesus answered, "'You are from below. I am from above.'" you belong to this world i do not that is why i said that you will die in your sins for unless you believe that i am who i claim to be you will die in your sins who are you they demanded jesus replied the one i have always claimed to be i have much to say about you and much to condemn but i won't For I I say only what I have heard from the one who sent me, and he is completely truthful. But they still didn't understand that he was talking about his father. So Jesus said, When you have lifted up the Son of Man to the cross, then you will understand that I am he. I do nothing on my own but say only what the Father taught me. And the one who sent me is with me. He has not deserted me, for for I always do what pleases him. Then many who heard him say these things believed in him. Jesus said to the people who believed in him, You are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. But we are descendants of Abraham, they said. We have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean you will be set free? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Everyone who sins is a slave of sin. A slave is not a permanent member of the family, but a son is part of the family forever. So if the son sets you free, you are truly free. Yes, I realize that. You are descendants of Abraham. And yet some of you are trying to kill me because there's no room in your hearts for my message. I am telling you what I saw when I was with my father. You are following the advice of your father. Our father is Abraham, they declared. No, Jesus replied, for... (coughs) If you were really the children of Abraham, you would follow his example. Instead, you are trying to kill me because I told you the truth, which I heard from God. Abraham never did such a thing. No, you are imitating your real father. They replied, we aren't illegitimate children. God himself is our true father. Jesus told them, if God were your father... You would love me because I have come to you from God. I am not here on my own, but he sent me. Why can't you understand what I am saying? It's because you can't even hear me. For you are the children of your father, the devil, and you love to do evil things he does. He was a murderer from the beginning. He has always hated the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, it is consistent with his character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. So when I tell the truth, you just naturally don't believe me. Which of you can truthfully accuse me of sin? And since I am telling you the truth, Why don't you believe me? Anyone who belongs to God listens gladly to the words of God, but you don't listen because you don't belong to God. The people retorted, You Samaritan devil, didn't you say all along that you were possessed by a demon? No, Jesus said. I have no demon in me, for I honor my father, and you dishonor me. And though I have no wish to glorify myself, God is going to glorify me. He is the true judge. I tell you the truth. Anyone who obeys my teaching will never die. (coughs) The people said, Now we know you are possessed by a demon. Even Abraham and the prophets died. But you say, anyone who obeys my teaching will never die. Are you greater than our father Abraham? He died, and so did the prophets. Who do you think you are? Jesus answered, If I want glory for myself, it doesn't count. But it is my Father who will glorify me. You say he is our God, but you don't even know him. I know him. If I said otherwise, I would be as great a liar as you. But I do not know him and obey him. But I do know him and obey him. Your father Abraham rejoiced as he looked forward to my coming. He saw it and was glad. The people said, You aren't even fifty years old. How can you say you have seen Abraham? Jesus answered, I tell you the truth. Before Abraham was even born, I am. At that point, they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus was hidden from them and left the temple. Thank you for tuning in today, and we shall see you tomorrow.